Merry Christmas. Welcome to Brexville United Methodist Church and our online Christmas Eve service of carols and candles. I'm Pastor Heidi Welch, and whether you call Brexville UMC your spiritual home or this is your first time joining us, it is good to be worshiping together tonight. Tonight on this Christmas Eve, it is different. Different than many of us want and different than most of us have ever experienced. Instead of putting on our Christmas outfits and rushing out the door to the church and crowding into the sanctuary, we are at home. Maybe in our Christmas outfits or maybe in our pajamas. And we didn't have to rush and find a parking spot, but simply log on. And we're not crowded in, but sitting comfortably in our homes. This Christmas Eve is different. But what doesn't change is the Christmas story. Tonight, we will hear that same story that we hear every year. And in this same old story, I pray that God will speak something new to you tonight. To emphasize the story, we will hear beautiful carols played by our orchestra and sung by soloist Michaela Komenchik. And we will end the service with our traditional lighting of our candles and singing Silent Night together. Now is the time to grab your Silent Night kit, if you have one, or really any candle or lighter will be perfect. Wherever you are tonight, may you feel the love and the hope and the peace and the joy that has been brought down to us in the Christ child. Let us pray. Ever-present God, this year we dreamed of world peace. We dreamed of deep breaths and restful sleep. God, we dreamed of love that lasts and suffering that passes. And we dreamed of doors open wide and a cure to disease. We dreamed because to dream is to believe. To dream is to hope. To dream is to see. So make room in our being, O Lord, to dream yet again of a world without fear and a God that draws near to us. For it is almost Christmas. Love is almost here. May we dream to see and hope to believe. Let us worship, O Lord. Amen. Now will you join me in singing the, our first carol, O Come, All Ye Faithful.
In the beginning, God dreamed of a beautiful world. In Egypt, the Israelites dreamed of freedom. In the wilderness, the people dreamed of safety. In Jerusalem, the people dreamed of a Messiah. In Bethlehem, the shepherds and wise men dreamed of a new beginning. Then several years later, Jesus walked this earth and dreams came true. The sick were healed, the poor had food, the forgotten and ignored were seen, the children were welcomed. Everyone was invited to the table and the world has never been the same. So tonight, we are those who dream. Tonight, we dream the same dreams of our ancestors before us. Tonight, we dream of justice and mercy, of love and kindness, of peace and hope. Tonight, we dream of a God that draws near to us out of unfailing love. May this candle be a reminder that there will be a day when every dream will be fulfilled. And until then, we will be those who dream. Let us worship Holy God. Chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings to you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly... <clears throat> Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. A reading from Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. 
Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had a mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angels of the Lord had commanded him, and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Please join us in singing the first verse of Hark the Herald Angels Sing. A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and expecting a child. Please join us in singing verses 1 and 2 of A Little Town of Bethlehem.
A continuation from Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 6 through 7. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. Join us in singing the first two verses of Away in a Manger. chapter 2 of Luke's Gospel with verses 8 through 14. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and laying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those whom favor his rest. Please join us in singing verse 1 of It Came Upon a Midnight Clear. had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. 
and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. I hope you're having a wonderful evening and a Merry Christmas. Our next scripture reading is from Matthew chapter 2 verses 1 through 11. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born, King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all of Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem and Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. Please join us in singing verse five of the first Noel.
Like the Magi or wise men so long ago, we have the opportunity to give our offerings to God. This year, our Christmas offering will be divided between several organizations. A portion will go to local ministries such as the Cleveland Food Bank and Brexel United Methodist Church, and then another portion will go to a global ministry, the East Ohio Conference's Teach, Reach, Bless initiative. The goal of the Teach, Reach, Bless initiative is to build an on-campus women's dorm at Africa University. And this will provide a safe environment and a community of support for female students. Currently, there is not enough female housing at Africa University, and so students have to travel unsafe roads several hours both to and from campus. To give to these very worthy causes, you can give in all of the normal ways, whether that is by text or online or through the mail. And you can simply designate it the Christmas offering. Now let us give thanks to our God through the giving of our tithes and our offerings. Tonight, we are those who dream. The world tells us it's foolish to dream of world peace and to dream of people loving one another unconditionally. The world tells us that it's risky to ask for too much or to dream of too much or to believe in that which we cannot, cannot see. But tonight, in this old, old story, we have been shown miracles. A young teenage girl says yes to an angel. Yes, I will bear a child and I will trust that God will protect me when I am ridiculed. We are seeing the miracle of the Magi following a star in the night sky and being guided to this new king. And we see the miracle of God coming down to earth in a tiny little baby. So who is to say that God can't do this again? That God can't perform miracles 
and be born again into what Nadia Boltz Weber calls this broken mess of a gorgeous world. Tonight in this old, old story, we are shown that we can believe. We can believe in hope. A hope that is to dream with our eyes wide open. We can believe in peace. A peace that is not found by accident, but a peace in which we are called to help prepare the way. We can believe in joy. A joy that is angel choruses and, and gifts from the Magi, and in soul food, and big tables, and open doors, and candlelight, and fireside, and singing in the shower, and the body of Christ gathered as one, even through the internet. We can believe in love, in a love, in a God that loves us, loves us so much that God couldn't stay away from us. And so God showed up as a little child. And we can believe that that love is real and know that it changes us. And because of this old story, we can believe in the power of dreams and that nightmares, which are all too real here and now, they will have no place in God's promised day. Because of this story, we believe. We believe that the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Even though it feels like the darkness has consumed us, and that we are being attacked on every side. Even though it feels like we will never get back to the way things were, that things will never get better, they will never be the same. So let the candle tonight that we light be like that Christmas star, guiding the Magi to the new king. May it illuminate the darkness and lead us to the heart of God. Lead us to hope, to peace, to joy, and to love that can only be found in the Christ child. Let this candle tonight be a reminder that Christ is with us. Christ is Emmanuel, here and now, God is present. And as, the God, as God's light shines in the darkness, the darkness cannot, will not overcome it. As Bridget reads our last scripture for tonight, I invite you to take your candle, to light it, and let us sing Silent Night together, knowing that God is here, God is with us, and God is illuminating our lives. Let it be so. Our final scripture for tonight comes from John's Gospel, chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, 
Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it.
In the name of God, the original dreamer, Jesus, the dream come true, and the Holy Spirit, who enables us to be those who dream. Go in peace and not in pieces. Merry Christmas. Thank you.